Alright, it's live. And I'll do the little intro. Okay. Welcome to the According Sources Podcast. Today, I am joined by the only host uh, that ever comes on the show because Sean is whack. Uh, Bob is here. Uh, we have two guys. Like I've told you guys before, the, the According Sources Podcast to me is kind of like the people's podcast. So what I like to do is I want to get, you know, people, everyday life, on the podcast and give their um, their opinions on the sports topics of the day. Um, if you've been, I don't know, on Earth lately or definitely in America, you've been able to see that uh, the, the biggest the biggest problem in sports today has been Adrian Peterson um, child abuse case that's uh, ongoing right now. And then before that, we had Ray Rice knocking his uh, Beyonce out and dragging a, like a caveman out of an elevator. We got to see that. Is always exciting, right? Um, then you had Ray McDonald. Apparently, he I don't know if he choked up or grabbed his his, his wife, and she had uh, marks all over her neck and on her arms. And I think um, who was it? Greg Hardy, Rob? Was he the other one? Was he the other one? Rob? Anybody? I'm not Martin? sure. <laughs> okay, I think it was Greg Hardy from the Panthers. I think he beat. I think he beat his wife too, and um, he's actually in court. Uh, he has a court case uh, pending right now. So the main yeah. thing that I'm trying to do, yeah, it was, it was Greg Hardy. Okay. Uh, I mean, obviously, domestic violence isn't anything that's that's funny. Even though I have seen some some pretty fucking hilarious things uh, said about all of these guys, but uh, like I said, domestic violence is funny. <laughs> Hey, you've seen this. You've seen some of this shit, man. It's been it's been hilarious. Uh, <laughs> the whole thing with Solange and Ray Rice in the elevator and they're fighting. It's like Street Fighter. Um, I saw some shit with uh, him dragging her out, and Roger Goodell is like holding open the elevator, like to help him out. Like, it's been all kinds of crazy stuff going on. But you know, um, as far as the court of sources is concerned, I don't believe there's any place in, in you know our society for men to to beat the hell out of women, <laughs> because that's essentially what, what Ray Rice did. I see a lot of apologists um, in society right now, and they all say, you know, well, she, you know, before all of the information came out, everything was about how a woman shouldn't provoke a man to hit her, whereas, in my opinion, a man shouldn't be, and you shouldn't just hit a woman. Um, I think you should be able to protect yourself, but, I mean, he actually, you know, he kind of, he cold cocked her, you know what I'm saying? He hit her, and he knocked her out with it. It wasn't like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he stiff-armed her with a punch. So, you know, it, it's kind of different, you know, defending yourself and, and, and actually just punching a woman in the face. And not to mention, he had spit in her face twice. So I don't know what he, had, you know, exactly thought was going to happen. When you spit in a person's face, they typically get pissed off about it and try to, you know, they want to punch you. So he, it wasn't like he was protecting himself. He was just trying to stop her from fucking him up, to spitting in her face. I think, um, I, I, for me personally, I don't think Ray Rice should be allowed to play football again this season. And I also don't believe that he will get a chance to play football again. But the NFL is a funny place. Um, I'll let you go first, Desiree. What are your thoughts about this whole Ray Rice situation with him beating his wife. I mean, of course, it's an unfortunate situation. Um, as a woman, I clearly agree with the idea that a man shouldn't hit a woman. But I also, it wasn't about the provoking. Simply put, 
in this situation with the NFL, there, I mean, there has to be, even right now, four or five cases currently in, in the media, in the news. And prior to this, I'm sure there are countless hundreds of cases of NFL players in domestic violence. The idea that he is indefinitely suspended from the NFL and all this crazy madness trying to make it seem like the NFL is taking, a, you know, a harsh stance on domestic violence is just a bunch of crap. And if he doesn't sue, he's stupid, to be frank. I would sue for wrong for termination because there's his teammates and other people in the NFL that are hitting their wives that get to go out and play and make millions of dollars currently, right now. So the idea that he did something wrong, yes, he should be punished, yes. Should he not have a job for it? I just don't agree with that. I don't yeah. agree that he shouldn't play football because of something he did in his personal life. He should get arrested. He should go to jail. He should do all the rest, whatever. But the NFL taking that stance is completely uh, a way for them to try to act like they, they're doing something that they're really not or care about something that they don't care about. It's, it's, it, it's ridiculous, basically. So he's wrong. Uh, he's stupid. Um, all of those things. But should he play football? To me, he should. Will he? Absolutely not. There's no way they're gonna reverse that. But still, it's just it's unfortunate that he got caught doing something that so many other people do, and his career is over. But everybody else that's at home choking up their wives are just saying we're not we're not gonna get an elevator. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you talk, Marquis. But about that, the or Marcus. I'm sorry. The thing about um, the suing. Now there is a personal code of conduct written to the contracts of all of the, the NFL players. And one of the things is, is that I mean, obviously, you know, breaking the law is one of the main things. But the written language in it is uh, I can't. I can't. I don't know if verbatim, but I think it's something to the effect of not. You can't just be a person that doesn't get convicted. Even even those even when you are um, alleged, that is also uh, grounds for termination. And like, if he attempts to sue them to allow him back into the NFL or to just get past the no, indefinite suspension, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say get to get back in the NFL. I would say that they didn't set a precedent where they kick people out of the NFL for. Anything to be frank, you know, that what do they keep you out of the NFL for? So, all of a sudden, he does what many men, not just NFL players, but many people do committed a crime, and all of a sudden, he gets kicked out. The two game suspension is where the NFL fucked up, to be frank. They, 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 they handed down a punishment and then got bitched by TMZ. That's all this is, and it's ridiculous what? that it's what? that's what happened. We didn't set a precedent for kicking people out of the NFL uh, indefinite suspensions, but there was never a precedent for a man knocking a woman out on television either. <laughs> like that, that set that changed the precedent. Once but that's, it didn't happen that, on television. It happened in a in an elevator, in a seemingly private moment. <laughs> Solange didn't get no, no one sued Solange for battery or something. You know, you get what I'm saying. The police that's came into that situation. Well, yeah, because you, you know, it's like a bitch of me that did that. But that's know. my point, though. That's it. That's um, I mean, clearly not the exact same situation because Solange was the clearly the aggressor, et cetera, et cetera. But that was a private moment in an elevator, and they chose the NFL chose to act upon what they acted like they had. We all know they had the whole tape. 
that's definitely not even up for discussion. Yeah, I mean, they were lying but, about that. And they gave him a two-game suspension. When they turned around and, 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 and said he could no longer play in the NFL, they set themselves up for a lawsuit. I, it, yeah, like I said, I pray to God if he doesn't sue, it, it, I would be so upset because that takes away so many other cases that people would be, be filing years from now against all of the, the, the major um, sporting agencies. But what about, what about the, the commissioner not needing to have a precedent because the Players Association gave him the power to do whatever the hell he wanted to do? Basically, I mean, at this point, they, they, gave him, they gave him the power to do that. I mean, at this point, you can't turn around and say, well, you know, now I, I want to sue now because, you know, you gave me a punishment, but I also gave you power over the punishment. Now I want to spend me, you know, the punishment. It's like, well, no, I, I, I got the power to do it. Right, and if he would have sued, if he would have fired him initially, I wouldn't have this argument. The idea that he got fired. What difference? What difference does it make if it comes now or, or after the fact, or before? Because you know, initially. They had all the evidence when they gave. And, and like I said, if it was in a in, in a courtroom, I guarantee you they could prove they had all that evidence when they gave him. Yeah, they had it. We know that. That's the one thing. No. Is that when he they, was lying. If you can, if, if they could explain to him what changed between. The two-game suspension in last uh, last week when TMZ said, "Oh, you really not gonna tell tell everybody the whole story or show everybody the whole video," and then he magically gets gets banned from the NFL. No, there, there's a problem with that. And if, like I said, it's not about. I understand the previous precedent, other people not getting kicked out. However, there's three people that shouldn't. We shouldn't even be discussing their cases. They should be suspended from the NFL. And they talking about it's just because it's the video. The video. I don't know why the video should have anything to do with it. It's not I agree. She, I, agree. I, I, I feel like if the if the police come and a woman say he hit me or whatever, that's the same thing as us being in their private moment and seeing him. I mean, horribly, horribly hit her. It don't matter that she married him and all that stuff. Point is. If you if you're in a domestic violence situation, you shouldn't play in the NFL. That's the uh, precedent they're trying to set, so they need to follow it. It's too late for that now, yeah. at least for him. Is exactly. if that's what you're saying? It's too late for them to try to set that precedent. It should be ongoing and not retroactive. Right. I mean, but ongoing in the sense that the other two cases that are with the Greg Hardy and the other player, I don't. Why why are we even talking about it? They should be gone too. Like it shouldn't be a conversation since it's not retroactive going forward. Anybody that gets into this type of trouble, bye bye. But they don't want to do that. They know they don't want to do that. All right, Marcus, what do you think? All right, for me, there's two issues that we have here on the line. Obviously, we know that business is the bottom line here. I think that in in the end, the NFL is protecting themselves. So, yeah. in order to keep sales coming in, they have to do this because it, I think you're right. They're setting precedent precedent with uh, Ray Rice and. I think it's unfair for him, but at the same time, the man did knock a woman out. So he definitely needs to go to jail. That's for sure. But the fact that the NFL had this video and knew about this, and to me, it, sh it should be more shame and disgrace on the NFL. And I mean, Ray Rice deserves what he gets. I hope that something happens to him legally, but, you know, we don't know. Wait, wait, has it? I'm sorry, but hasn't everything already been adjudicated yeah, this at this point? Yeah, this, this is, is it. So nothing can happen. 
You can't keep saying happen. that happens. He can't. Nothing can happen. This is yeah, already. This is already went to the courts. So this is this is done. And in the court's eyes, it's done. So who should we be more upset at? Should we be more upset at the, uh, the NFL or the the judicial system for allowing a man to hit a woman, and because he has money, for it to be swept underneath the rug as though it were nothing? Because I mean, if, if I, in the eyes of the NFL, the way that they've always handled any controversy is okay. Even you killed someone, okay, that's what they're saying. Okay, they said you didn't kill someone at the end of the day. All right, that's exactly how they how they handle this. You hit your you hit your wife. Okay, two games. Okay, they're saying that they're not going to put you in jail for hitting your wife. Okay, those two games. That's before the second tape came out. It was going to be a two-game suspension. He was going to be right. That's how they've always handled it. Exactly. But now you have this tape, and he, you know, I, I keep, I made a bunch of jokes about it. I mean, he hit her ass with a like a fucking street fight upper. Like, <laughs> like I've never. The only person I've seen counter punch that quick is Floyd Mayweather. Like, <laughs> like he's, I've never seen a, like a regular dude. Like he hit her once. And like she kind of reeled back, like, "Oh shit, he just hit me!" Like this nigga just hit me. And then she went back again, and before she could get within two feet of him, he'd already swung with a short ass arm. Smooth. I, I mean, know. smooth. It was so smooth. It yeah, was, like he. It was... Okay, here's an. Do you guys? Okay, with his wife, Janae, she seems to be defending him a lot, and everyone jumps to the idea that she is distributing or exhibiting um, classic battered woman syndrome. Like, why does everybody... She's some battered woman now. Do you believe... (laughs) For him to to abuse her, technically, we would have to assume that he'd hit her before. Multiple times. Multiple times. Is there an issue with him... Do you think there's an issue with him beating the hell out of his wife all the time? Or did we really catch the first time that he actually... The elevator. If the somebody, you know, somebody told me if the if if the elevator wall wouldn't have been there, it wouldn't have been that bad. This is what the words came out of somebody's mouth. Because I mean, granted, she hit the the. I mean, if if it wouldn't have been that, she probably wouldn't have been like out cold. But the point (laughs) is, he he, there definitely was some type of back and forth in that relationship before. I'm I. I I can imagine that a man just. Turned after he's been in her face all them times, just turned around and. and but they've already her. been fighting. Yeah, no, I, been, in the video, I could tell they were completely irritated with each other. However, yeah, they, they both got arrested at the casino for assaulting each other. Um, that's what the arrest was for. And then when they walked past the elevator, obviously she tried to hit him. And I don't know, I, first of all, I mean, I know he's only 27 years old, but you have to think a little bit. You know, beyond your years when you have that much money to, to gain, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't. I don't think that that was the first. I mean, the that that was like a multiple. It, it's a multiple beating situation. I don't it think he's be, he's beating her. I don't think he's beating her either. I mean, be, I mean, I, her friends and family will be able to at least attest to that. I'm. I. I I'm. I. I know people that are in domestically unsound relationships. And it ain't necessarily like this thing where they're getting beat down every day. Would I stay? No. But, I mean, it is, you know, everyone has their own lot in life. I, I don't think it was a situation where he was sending her to the hospital and all the rest. Like, 
it's other ways to be an abused woman too that no one wants to acknowledge either. So whatever. But in that yeah, situation, domestic he, abuse is is categorized as many things besides just physical. Yeah. But my my point is that I think people don't believe that she can defend him and without it being her mental psyche being damaged because she was hit. And I, I don't want to necessarily jump to that conclusion because every for every man that's hit a woman, it's always started somewhere. Like it's not like every like men are just beating women from the womb. That's not that's generally not how it works out. And I don't want people to jump to the conclusion that he's some sort of an abuser because he hit his wife this one time. For all we know that was the first time and for all we know it will be the last time. Exactly, because no one wants to acknowledge that people. I mean, you hear people have done things. All of us have done things in our life. If he hit her, and it was the one time he clearly has learned from the situation. If I mean, them being without the money and stuff might cause him to, you know, drink and hit her again. Who knows? But it could have been the last time, and now it's turned into this whole big thing. And granted, I like I keep saying, it was a private moment. Had she called the police on him, we would. I would be. I would have a whole different argument. But unfortunately, in this situation, they it, it wasn't, I don't know, you know, different states have different laws. But in this situation, she didn't call and say, he's beating me, he's hitting me. They just would call on camera. It I'm just, sorry, it sucks. That, that, the way that he knocked her out and then just dragged her out casually. <laughs> that's they were drunk, too. Okay. He looks like a caveman. He <laughs> just, he just no, he looked out. demented. He looked demented. I couldn't imagine like the mother of my child is like no, like just dragging her like that. It it looked very very disturbing. It did. Well, to it me, it looked did. like that. That's something that like if I would knock if I would knock my wife out for the first time or hit her that hard for the first time, I would have had some sort of emotional reaction yeah. like to go, oh my god. I think I think I think also with that though. I mean, I, I'm. Pretty certain they both have been drinking. So I mean, your your emotions and the way you you handle stuff is a little, is a little different when you when you when you're drunk or whatever the case was. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I don't know the, the whole the whole thing with with domestic violence. <laughs> you breaking up, right? You cutting in and out. I'm. You back now, I think. Go ahead. Or maybe not. I'll keep going. Oh, okay. yeah. I was just saying that I, I think they both have been have been drinking. My alcohol, no, I can hear. You. No, I was just saying that I think they both have been drinking. Um, I think they both have been drinking that whole night. So. My understanding was they both had been fighting and, and going back and forth in the casino and making a big disturbance, you know, that, that whole night. And I think mm -hmm. it just came to a head. When he spit in the goddamn face. Yeah, yeah. I think it just came, it just, it just kind of came to a head right there. You know. If it doesn't come to a head at that point, it's probably get um. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, to me, like, like to spit in someone's face, yep. drunk or not, to knock somebody out cold like that, it, to me, that it's hard to swallow that that was the first time they got that. It was hard for him to swallow too. That's why you have to spit. That's dangerous though to, to to make that assumption though, just based off that. I mean, if there if there was like a bunch of police reports or something, or a bunch of like not even from her, but from just 
That's people in, in general. Said, yeah, like nobody. you guys. No, I mean, I'm not saying that they never had no no violent episodes or something like that, but that type of abuse. But you would think you would think that you would think that somebody would have been saying something, even if it's not her reporting it. When you having that kind of, if it's like you know, if he's some battered, you know, uh, some dude is battering on his wife, then you would think somebody else would have been seeing it. Somebody would have called the police. Now, now, what you have going on now? And just in the world in general about this case is that people think that no one really cares about domestic violence and they just want to grab on to like a, a topic of discussion and be outraged about it. Outraged. Um, we have people into like today in football today. Brandon Marshall, for example, the only person I know in in, in all of sports that battered has battered or batters women more than Brandon Marshall has. It's Floyd Mayweather, but we and see I love Brand Brandon Marshall. Yes, because Brandon Marshall is a completely different person than the person he was that was beating the hell out of his wife and or girlfriend, whoever she was at the time. He's a completely different person. So I, the idea that the Ray Rice can't be redeemed, I think that's what we're getting from a lot of people that feel like he shouldn't play football or he's a terrible person. I don't necessarily think that he's a terrible person because you look at a guy like Brandon Marshall who was clearly a terrible person and he's not that anymore. And obviously you look at a guy like Floyd Mayweather and he's a terrible he was a terrible person then, he's a terrible person now. Like some people will never change but I don't think you should not be given a second chance to show yourself to be something more than you were. And I, I have a feeling we are about to see that with Ray Rice. I think he's you know, going to be held up as like uh, an example. You know, when I was saying earlier that there's two issues, you know, that the NFL is obviously trying to protect business interests and making moves to do that. But the second issue is that there is the issue of either, uh, I don't know how to say this, either a double standard or sexism that we are dealing with in this country. Male superiority and their protection, I would say for uh, domestic violence and other things that they do to women in this society, that is a bigger issue to me than Ray Rice playing in an NFL ever again. I agree with that. What I feel like is they're never going to... He's a scapegoat for now. Yeah. And it's, it sucks. It always happens like that where something like this will, will make it so no one's really going to talk about the bigger issue. And in in a month or so, it might not even be being discussed. And that's just that's the reality of the sports world, the media, the media. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation. I would agree with that if it weren't for that tape. If it wasn't for that video of that, because now, like, I've, what I've been discussing with other people is that this domestic violence case, in particular with Ray Rice and Janae Rice, is not even about them anymore. It's not about them. This is more about Roger Goodell and the NFL. So every time they bring up Roger Goodell and the NFL and domestic violence, that video is always going to be shown. Like for the, for the end of time, until the resolution with whether or not Roger Goodell should be fired, if he should be kept, if, if uh, sponsors are going to start pulling out money. Like when CNN is, is showing something like that, because now it's not about domestic violence, it's about how domestic violence affects NFL money. Mm -hmm. That is like that 
it's more than just domestic violence, and it's it's too broad and too widespread for it to never for it to go away like in a short period of time. Because someone, Chad, was talking to Chad, and he he was uh he was saying that this would be gone in like a week, and I'm like, man, I'm not sure about that because this is a, this is bigger than just them two now. They're just a part of it. Roger Goodell has to answer for what happened and why he made the decisions that he made. And then if Ray Rice decides that he's going to sue the NFL for, for, for money that they're attempting to take away from him, that take is going to be shown all throughout that. This is going to be a pretty long and drawn-out thing. I need him to sue so that the actual problem gets addressed. Because if he doesn't sue, then his part of it will will go away. And then the NFL will figure out a way to not throw money at the situation, but somebody might give an apology. Somebody might, you know, come up with a new program, and then it will go away. Because that's all that's all people want is somebody to give a solution. But the biggest, the best thing that somebody could do for the NFL is Ray Rice suing the NFL and saying, if this is really an issue, then you need to act like it's an issue and not try to use me as a scapegoat. He can't. Li- I mean, he'll have to say that in better words and in better terms and in legal terms. But that's the smartest. That's how this actually gets the 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 coverage and the the effort and the support and the media coverage and all that stuff that it needs is if he sues. If he doesn't sue, the face of somebody who is saying, "Okay, this was wrong. I know I was wrong, but what is the NFL really going to do about it besides fire me?" Because that's all they've done about it. Anything, anybody else has done it was on their own accord. To, to become a better person. As far as Roger Goodell, his his job is going to be dependent on whether sponsors start to pull their money or sponsors start to complain. I don't think this they've is already, they've, already they've, already started done, they've already started doing they've already it. Well, yeah, if it gets to the point where the NFL goes, this is a problem, then I guarantee you Goodell will be stepping that's down. That's what I've been telling people. It was all about, it's always been about the money. But yeah. the, the one thing about the, the NFL, and it, it's quite disturbing, I wrote about it in one of the pieces that I, that I did about this, is that they don't care about, they don't care about domestic violence. At all. They, really don't. No. they don't care about that at all. What they care about is appearing as though mm-hmm. they care about care. domestic violence. Right. The biggest problem for them um, with domestic violence, and it's not even really a problem. It's not a problem that men beat on their wives. It's a problem when men beat on their wives and get caught on camera. Yeah, caught. Their wives. And, and that's yeah. why I say this is, this is going to be an interplay. This is going to be literally a dynamic, I think, situation that involves what we know as sexism and business and economics. They're going to clash, and this is going to be interesting. I like her, uh, um, what's your name again? Desiree. 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 I like her uh, suggesting that if Ray Wright doesn't sue this issue, probably will go away. Roger Goodell most likely will be pushed out, and then somebody else is going to take his place, and then the going to try to do their best to quiet it down. But yes, I think that is true. The best thing for think the NFL, and I think for the domestic violence issue in general, is for Ray Rice to sue so that this conversation can stay in the media. But we also know that the media is dominated by men, and that's why I say it's going to be a dynamic clash because. Men are not going to want to obviously expose themselves and give up power. It's interesting that you say that because the first thing on, on for Sunday, like the, the, the week after this happened, and it was Sunday football, the first person they had out front and center on ESPN was Hannah Storm. 
And they had her out there giving a, a very, very well-spoken, heartfelt uh, monologue about the NFL and domestic violence. Uh, I, and I, I often <laughs> shit all over uh, ESPN, but I, I definitely have to give them uh, their just due for allowing her to do that. Because uh, year in years past, ESPN would have never done something like that. They would have acquiesced to the NFL and just let it and let it go, but they didn't. Um, I think uh, we we we'll all agree that that what Ray Rice did was stupid. He should definitely be punished for it, but it probably shouldn't. Uh, it probably shouldn't cost him his career. Although, there's a very good chance that it will. Um, the next topic of discussion, uh, the NFL just can't get out of its own way. Um, we have uh, Adrian Peterson. He was uh, arrested for uh, child abuse. Or what was it? Child negligence? I don't know what, what the hell they... It was child uh, abuse. I don't know why they charged him. <laughs> I don't know what they charged him with. Um, yeah. negligence. <laughs> right, that was right. Exactly. I don't know why they're trying to like soften it up because... Ooh, he's stupid he's too. A, he's a good guy, that's why. What do you, I mean, <laughs> he is stupid. Ray, Ray Rice was stupid, and I think AD was even, even more stupid because he had to. He said he saw what he'd done to, to the child. Mm -hmm. He said he saw his legs. Right then and there, I'm like, now, nah, you know what? You're going to stay with me for another week. We're gonna. <laughs> you gonna I, said, I, I said the exact same thing. You get on the phone with his with your baby mother, and you're like, "Look, look he gonna he got to be with me for another week. Don't worry about why. I send you some more money. This is just where he's gonna be. Right. Heal that up, and then you send him back. This idiot let this kid go back home, looking like he was in twelve years of slave. Yeah. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he was thinking. I, I really don't. I, Go ahead. You guys can take the floor. What do you think? I'm wondering if he, th if he thought that the relationship with his baby's mama was that cool, or was he that arrogant? It wasn't the baby mother, though. Whose child was this? Who did no, 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 no. The doctor. He the doctor. She took him to the doctor. <laughs> the doctor yeah. said it. And the doctor saw it. He was like, wait a minute. This, <laughs> this is classic child abuse. And like, she, she, she was like, it wasn't me. <laughs> Wait, so she didn't know that the child was beat until she took him to the doctors, or she took him to the doctors because she saw the. Now he had a doctor's appointment. That's why. That's why he ended up sending him back home because he knew that that his son had a, a doctor's appointment, like I think on that Monday or something. So he was like, "Okay, I'll send him back home." Maybe he was going to come back. Who knows? But apparently, they're not going to send him back because his father is like Turner. They don't want to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I've personally been whooped with a, with a switch before. I mean, you know, not the most pleasant thing, but I wasn't four. Um, I feel like he used horrible judgment in deciding that a four-year-old was, was who he was going to use that type of punishment on. I cannot imagine what the child did. I mean, a whooping is a whooping is a whooping. He pushed, I, he pushed, uh, <laughs> he pushed one of the kids off of like a, a game or something like a motorcycle game. You know, yeah, it was something about a, about a video game or something. Yeah, it was like a motorcycle game, and he pushed him off of it and hurt him. So he, uh, so he spanked him, and he, you know he made him go and get a switch and hit him. And he said, you know, one thing that that I don't like, I don't like this because similar to a domestic violence case, this is a this is a personal matter. Yep. How you how you discipline your kids and 
by all accounts, you listen to Adrian Peterson talk about the situation, and he doesn't seem like somebody who's just like, he's not Joe Jackson, you know what right. I'm saying? He's not out there trying to hurt his kids. He just made uh, a mistake, a mistake that he learned from. So I don't think he should, you know, go to jail or be, you know, I'm listening to 670 to score today. Were you listening to it today, Rob? No, I, I, I got that text you sent, but I wasn't hey, listening the, to it. The amount of judgment 1, going on with Dan Bernstein. And it was, yeah, it was, I, mean, I had already been seeing seeing his tweets and stuff, so I already know. Like, they're bringing up how many kids he has, and whether, like, you know, because he said he has a whooping room. I had a whooping room, too, when I was a kid. It was called my parents' room, where they was trying to get a whooping. <laughs> we went to that room, and they closed the door. Like, they're taking the, the, kind, like, the words that are being used and Throwing them all out of context because white people, for lack of a better word, are fucking ridiculous. It's like you can't just take a peek into someone's life and then take your sensibilities and throw it on top of it and be like, well, this is fucked up because I'm not from there. Like, I got, I, my, my, my mother beat the hell out of me when I was a kid. Did I think she abused me? No. Like, I don't, I don't understand the rationale. Just because you don't use corporal punishment on your child doesn't mean those who use it are wrong. He just happened to go a little bit too far. You got you got kids, Rob. You you whoop your kids? My my thing with with my I, I don't I wouldn't do the switch thing. That's just not my thing. That's not my thing. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't imagine doing that. It's just, I feel like it's too much. I try my best to not hit my kids a whole lot. You know, I, I, I've 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 kind of mastered. You're breaking up. You sound like R2-D2. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking what he was saying is he's mastered the art of using his voice to scare the hell out of his kids <laughs> and thinking that they're going to get a woman. Well, I have two kids as well. You know, and when they get out, it depends on what the, the actual problem is, but I don't spank my kids very, very often. Honestly, I can tell you on there's six and eight about to turn seven and nine. You and ever spank your kids, man? You ever spank? I spank my kids. You're a Please terrible me. person. I know, huh? Please, <laughs> please don't arrest me. Right. <laughs> don't tell me why. It's but crazy. I've I've never spanked him. I think what happened is he did it to a degree that I think looks a little bit more than a punishment or discipline. It looks like those are uh, strikes of anger because I read one of the texts. Unless this was uh, uh, somehow, you know, made up, it says that he also hit him in his scrotum. He had scars on his scrotum. Yeah. So that means that you were out of control if you were hitting the child in his private parts. He said he didn't realize that it wrapped around. I think around his thigh. Yeah, that's why you shouldn't use a switch. Because, right? know, I've had, you know, I no longer. Punish my nieces and nephews. I, you know, I'm working on my temper, but I'll never forget. I was whooping one of my nieces and nephews this is the last time. It I wasn't one of my damn kids, was it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> well behaved, but oh, I, I went to hit him with the belt, and he got hit in the eye, and I freaked out. I was so scared. I, you know, I went and got ice. I was, I mean, I was like, oh, my sister's gonna kill me. <laughs> And, you know, I went, they came home. I told her what happened. I go look at the little boy. Ain't nothing wrong with him. It was just, you know, 
I knew I, I don't know what I thought was going to but the I can only was, imagine had somebody grab ice for me when I was getting a whooping. I felt so great. <laughs> that's my point. Like hey, I was so worried. Like, you a sucker right now. I love yeah, this. So I, need ice, yo. I need ice, I need ice. No, a little boy in his face. I don't want my sister yelling at me about me Marius, not her bad kids. Was it Marius or JoJo? Uh, JoJo. <laughs> but the point is. Point is, I, I realized that you know, even even though it was just a belt, I was like, you know, I wasn't trying to harm him. He, you know, he moved. You know, kids always move. When kids move their damn mind when you're about and to get I was like, oh! So, but my point is to go back to in his situation. Like I said, I've been whooped with a switch before. I, I'm not saying as a child you realize that you kind of just got to take it to get it over with, but I mean, eventually kids get to that point where they realize the quicker it get over with, the quicker it's done. I ain't doing that crap no more. He did this to a four-year-old, fair-skinned child. That was the problem. He made him talk. <laughs> I don't know I'm why. Sorry, he, that got but, a lot to do. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, bruises are bruises. But for, like you said, for him to then send him home, I'm not saying keep him with, against the will of the, the mother, but he realized something didn't go right. Yeah. You, and he he got out in front of it. You know, instead of letting it be a problem, he got out in front of it, he turned himself in, he did all... I mean, he's mm-hmm. cooperating. Like, a person who's, like, into, like, abusing their child is just going to be like, no, nah, you know, I didn't do any of that shit. I don't know what you're talking about. Who knows what this kid was doing? Kids are crazy, you but know? Guess <laughs> what? If this Ray Rice thing wasn't going on, I, I guarantee you... And I'm still confused as to Texas being the state that has stringent... Uh, child discipline laws. I never saw that coming. I was reading yeah, the, like, the state that has no problem with, with exactly. Exactly. But I was just like, it's it's not one of those situations where it it should be this thing being played out in the media. But I feel like anything having to deal with somebody hurting somebody else is gonna be what's talked about for for, for right now. Like he is getting, he is getting torched right now. Like he, like every, like nobody before this is like Adrian Peterson is some terrible person. Like okay, he got like nine kids or something like that. But I mean, that doesn't make him a bad guy. It just makes him a person with terrible judgment. And there's nothing wrong with having terrible judgment if you can take care of your kids. Fine. He seems to be the type of person that takes care of his kids. But now you have, like, I'm listening to the radio and people are like, all he does is fly in to whoop his kids, and then he goes right back to Minnesota. Like, come on, man. Like, nobody is saying this type of stuff about this dude until, you know, this particular situation. Exactly. Yeah, you know, all he did was go a, a little too far. That's all he did. And the whole switch thing is probably, that's a southern thing. Like, that's a southern thing. Go out there yeah. and get a switch. Yeah. And we gonna and, and we gonna handle it. And he's from the south, so he just figured, you know, I've been brought up a certain way, and he, he feels in himself that I'm a good upstanding man. The way that I get my my children or my boys to grow up and be good upstanding men is like when they do wrong, I have to show them what happens when you do wrong. He just went a bit far, and you can you know you can eliminate the abuse part of it and still say he went too far. Now he's an abuser. And Here's my question. Shit like that don't go away. Right, here's my question. Like, I, I posted this on Facebook. I was like, I think what we're talking about here is the difference between discipline and abuse. Obviously, the courts or the law saw it as abuse versus discipline. 
Adrian Peterson would probably disagree, obviously. And then I saw that he, I think I read somewhere that he said that when he talked to the counselor, Mike talking to him, that they taught him other ways to use discipline without physical or corporal punishment. And he said he learned something. So he's a young man, too. Mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson is a young man with a lot of responsibilities with my kids. So that's why you got a lot to learn. Yeah. And yeah. I, he, he don't even be around his damn kids that, that much to, to be abusing them like that. He's playing football, he's training, and he got nine kids by seven different women. It's not like they're always together, so he has to split his time up. I don't. I just think, like you said, he's a young man. He's learning how to be a father, and he just made a mistake. And it's just messed up because he got the same way, the same people that are like, you should allow Ray Rice to come back and play football are saying that Adrian Peterson should never play football again because he's an abuser, which is, it's, it's mind-boggling to me. I understand that abusing a child is wrong, but if you are trying to equate a man punching a woman in her face twice, after spitting in her face twice, with someone... Uh, uh, punishing their child, I think I think you're a bit ridiculous. And See, and that's that's where my point goes in. Like, I think I think there's that fine line that I think people are, I don't know, either crossing or mixing up or blurring between abuse. The only way that you could like literally condemn Adrian Peterson is if you thought that what he did was abuse. For those of us that got spankings and had those whipping, those marks on our legs after the whipping, we go, no, nah, that's just an ass. Yeah, that's what, that's what it was. He whipped his kid yeah. ass. He's just a big dude who whips some ass. I mean, I mean, yeah. shit. <laughs> look at him. He looks like fucking Zeus, man. Of course, when he whipped his kid, it's going to leave a mark. If he'd have hit him with his hand, it would have left a big ass indention in the dude's yeah. ass of his hand. <laughs> Have you seen Adrian Peterson? He's a big guy. Like, what is his What's his kids? He's whooping them. Like, what the fuck is he supposed to do? So, Rob, before you, uh, before you dropped out, you were saying something. We didn't catch anything. Oh, I know. You said something about you said something oh, about you mastered the art of doing something. I thought you were about to say a, a voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So just giving the, the the daddy look. You know, hey, you know, cut, cut that shit out before I, before I get up, or you know, or the the threat, you know, hey, I'm gonna get my belt. I mean, that that's that works for me. But you, but that's something that you've learned over time. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was say, yeah, that was something that yeah, that was, uh, this guy. He's hard to beat You was dropping out again. But yeah, you learned that over time, which goes to Marcus's point that he's a young man. Yeah, he got a bunch of kids and a lot of responsibility, not just as his kid, but you know, his his job and taking care of them. It's a lot of responsibility and a lot of things that he has to do. So he's still learning how to be a father. Like he has to learn the shit with a four year with this four year old, and your daughter is seven. That you that you know now. You know your daughter. You know how to handle your kids because you've been in their lives every single day. Athletes typically don't have that luxury, so he's still learning. That's why he went to a counselor and they taught him something that he didn't already know. The shit that we learned just by counseling ourselves because we're in our in our in our family's lives every day. Uh, right. I just don't want. He's always seemed like a good guy. Always. I have a question, and and I'm I'm wondering if if you guys um, see that part of some of the people's reaction as having to do with these two men being black. Of course. 
How much of it? All of it. Because <laughs> look, look. Who was who just played Batman? Christian Bale, right? Yeah, Christian Bale, yeah. Notable woman beater. Has no problem whooping a woman's ass. Who uh the uh your boy, your boy in all the terrible movies, uh kick ass and uh, uh, face off, uh, Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage. Noted ass kicker. He whoops a woman ass. Why isn't he the face of domestic violence? I mean, even the articles I was reading after the fact that everyone they were using as an example Floyd Mayweather, Dr. Dre, black men. I was just like, so, so black men the only one? Guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> Not the only people deciding they want to punch up on their women. It just like just my point is my point is the idea just like before the idea of the you know the macho black man whether rapper or basketball player or whatever they want to use that as a threat. The best threat is beating your kids, beating your your woman. You know they they gonna beat you like that's is. The media has just the most. It, it seems like everything interplays. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the, the white man that's in trouble. Period on the news. I can't find him. <laughs> just locally and uh, news wise. I mean sports wise. I, I can't find him. Everybody that's getting shot and killed is black. Everybody that's getting arrested is black. Everybody that's getting fired is black. What's going on? It's like a media wave where it's like in right now to to go after black men. To me, that's what it feels like. And I, I watch the news enough. I know I'm not going crazy with this. Like, <laughs> I don't want to say that, but I mean, the fact, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, it does it does seem like the black. Well, but I mean, as black people, we know that we're always targeted for any and everything. Um, so that's just the way that it goes, and the people that disseminate the, the information, it, they don't look like us, so you'll be hard-pressed to find them putting on television people who look like them doing wrong. Like, that's just right. the way that it goes. Like, we don't hold up, like, our negative, uh, our negative figures. Like, you don't see black people holding up Floyd Mayweather. Hey, you'll see a lot of people saying that they like Floyd Mayweather as like a boxer, but we don't hold Floyd Mayweather like as a pinnacle of blackness or something like that. We look mm -hmm. for more, you know, for more upstanding people. And the same thing goes for for white people, and they are the one they are the gate holders of information. So they tend to put out more positive uh, views of their people, which is understandable. But it's it still some bullshit. Like, it just seems like it's like trending now, like like as if. This is the money maker right now for media. It's to uh, basically crucify as many of these brothers that are making money as they can. Well, that's the money making business, man. And I'll tell you what, I, I had some of the highest traffic I had in a very, very long time after uh, Ray Rice was seen uh, yeah. punching his wife, <laughs> punching his wife in a forehead and knocking her out. As soon as I wrote some stuff about that. Uh, People, Stop. people were clicking, and you know it generated interest. And that's just—I mean, it's unfortunate as it is. It's just you know the way that it goes. But on the flip side of that, when I wrote something about Roger Goodell and how he should be fired, that also generated a lot of uh, interest. Um, I think right now 
violence is the, the, the topic of the day. And it's kind of ridiculous because these are men that make their money on being violent. And we expect for them to, to do otherwise outside of it. Um, That's a good point. Does anyone else have any? any uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, what was I watching? Like, Dr. Drew or something? Don't judge me. But um, somebody had made a point to that of saying, you know, these are aggressive men and they're on the field and, you know, who's to say or why wouldn't people expect them to be aggressive at home? Now, do I agree with that? Not necessarily. But the idea that all of it just all, all of these sports, all of the major sports minus, you know, hockey and, and baseball, of course, are a lot of black men making money. And as we're look as we're looking at it now, they're saying basically these sports are what's what what's the word they use? Um, not glorifying it, but keeping the, the, the idea of domestic violence going because of previously not ever doing anything about it, technically, because they haven't. They hadn't done anything about when somebody got in trouble for it. They haven't mentioned it. So it was like that culture is there. That support of, oh, okay, you did that, go get some counseling. It's, you know, and you, you know, we'll sweep it under the rug is there. But the people that are in charge aren't black men, they're white men that are saying, okay, you know, you you doing all this dumb shit, but we'll we'll make it go away. Just make sure you get on the field tomorrow. And as an employer, in any other situation, that would not fly. In any other situation, that would not fly. Like you can't you can't get hired having having little stuff going on with you, let alone domestic stuff up up and down. And like most of the people that are coming out, these domestic issues aren't aren't necessarily new, but their employer wasn't doing any, anything about it. So how, how that clause, I feel like it's so fake. That clause is so fake. The idea of you need to be a good person to play in the NFL. You need to be a good person. That's basically what they're trying to say. You need to be a good person to play in the in the, in the NBA. That's a joke. So the, the idea that they you they they are able to use that or you know even um to use that power to, to fire people is it, ridiculous. Like I said, I can't wait. If he has a good lawyer, he'll be suing. I wish it was me. <laughs> oh my god! I wish it was like three years from now. This is all the way up in my alley. Like I can't. This is ridiculous. Oh, sorry. You got the planet I'm, I'm sure that the way the NFL is going, you will have the chance of three years of passing. It'll be one of them or a college kid doing the same stuff. A college kid getting uh, what's where I'm uh. All the sexual assault cases that are happening in, in, in college football and basketball programs that aren't getting addressed. It's like, you know who you putting into your organization. Stop. Like, Don't worry. You'll have your chance to, to, uh, to, to have uh, a case with, with Jameis Winston very, very soon. <laughs> Don't, <laughs> Don't worry about it. This dude is a goddamn trip, man. Hey, hey Marcus, man, give us your, uh, your final thoughts on, this t- on these uh, two topics, man. Man, I, for me, it's I, I always look at the big picture. We know that the economics of the NFL is at play. We know that the power structure of white elite men are at play, and sexism, racism, and money is about to go a couple rounds. And it's going to be interesting where all this lands. Mr. Tate. Uh, so. 
Man, why do you sound like that? <laughs> Can you clear it up? Y'all just saw him saying peace. Oh, okay. All right. Appreciate both of y'all for jumping on the Court of Sources podcast. <laughs> Anytime. I'm All sure right. we All right. Since Rob, uh, he can't give his, his final uh, thoughts, so I'll give mine. Um, I've written about this pretty much all week. I think I think the NFL is full of shit. I think I think Roger Goodell is full of shit. I think I think if if Ray Rice is gonna lose his job, I think uh, Roger Goodell should lose his as well. Even further than that, I think if even if Ray Rice doesn't lose his job, I think Roger Goodell should should lose his. He's always told people in the NFL that it's not enough to be ignorant. That does not give you a pass, being ignorant. And he has shown, if not ignorance, a complete lack of institutional control of the NFL. Yep. And if he is supposed to be the commissioner of the NFL, how are we going to allow him to leave when he can't even do the simplest things? He can't make the simplest calls. He backtracks. He lies. And for some odd reason, he continues to cover up for someone who, I mean, he beat his wife. We know what happened. We saw it. There's no need to cover it up. He's covering it up for money. He should be fired. Yep. Um, that's the way that I feel about this. I don't, I don't think either of the guys that were, you know, part of this, I don't think Ray Rice is a bad guy. I don't, for beating his wife, for hitting his wife. I don't think Adrian Peterson is a bad guy for hitting his sons. The person who did no hitting in this case, I think, is a bad guy. Roger Goodell is a bad guy. He needs to go. Okay. Thank you guys for uh, coming on the podcast. Huh? I Thank you guys for coming on the podcast. Uh, my sister, Desiree, the homie Marcus. Thank you guys for coming on. You guys know where to find us. Recordingsources at gmail.com if you want to send in questions. According to sources.com, if you just want to talk to me, just read something. I'm leave some quotes, some comments. You're always open. According to sources on Facebook, AP sources on Twitter. I'm always around. I'm always here. I'm always talking. I always have an opinion. I'm always here to tell you to shut up. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>